We're over here at LA Comedy Club with Jocelyn Sharp. What's up, dude? How's the week going so far? It's been really fun. Like, we've had a really good crowds all night long. Uh, tonight, the crowd was a little tight, <laughs> a little bit. You, you, experi- little bit. you experienced bit. it. <laughs> um, it's fun, though. I like nights like this. It kind of yeah makes you, like, I don't know. It makes me think differently about my set and kind of pushes me to do better the next night. And, mm-hmm. you know, and, and I was already trying a new set tonight. So it's, like, to have that on top of the crowd being tight, like... Plus, the dude in the front row is fucked up, and he was sleeping. Yeah, the guy with the hat, big buff dude. <laughs> yeah, he was sleeping. Yeah, I almost called him out, but I'm like, he might kick my ass. No, dude. <laughs> I started to talk to him, and I was just like, this guy is brain dead right now. Like, he doesn't even know what's going on. So they're having a good time. They're smiling. It's just as comics, we like the audible. We want the laughter. Yeah, I wonder if these people are from Europe or some shit. I mean, I know that happens sometimes. We get that a lot at Planet Hollywood, where there's people who just don't speak English in the crowd, mm-hmm. and they just stare at you the whole time. Mm-hmm. And half of me is like, why did you buy a ticket to this show? Yeah. <laughs> These are the kind of crowds that at the end of the show, they're like, you were so funny. Yeah. And you're like, why didn't you laugh? Yeah. <laughs> Where were you? You hurt my feelings, you cunt. <laughs> I'm, I, I've been fortunate at that closer that I've been doing for the past year. I, it, it's usually my old my old faithful. I can usually throw that out there and get laughs at mm. the end. So I wasn't too worried, but I'm just like, I'm trying to get through to that point and keep it consistent. And Dude, so my closer, I did it. I've been doing it in the front now. So imagine that. When I noticed they weren't really laughing, I'm like, oh, fuck. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> this is going to be a long seven minutes. <laughs> and I've been doing my opener about Trump, and that's been working all week. So I knew I was going to get him a little bit with that. But then... I kind of didn't know where to go. I'm like, do I go dirty? Do I go clean? So I kind of eased into That's it. That's really funny, by the way. Uh, without giving away your bit, I, I really like your take because everybody, we're all going to have Trump jokes now. Yeah. And I haven't heard anything like that. That's really good. Oh, thank you. Thank you. It was legitimately the first thing I thought when I heard it. And yeah. I was like, that doesn't make any sense. How, but Yeah. <laughs> well, we won't get away, but it's pretty much, how the hell do you grab someone by the pussy? Yeah. Like, it, like I want to know the logistics of it. I need a blueprint yeah. <laughs> like, to defend myself. Yeah. That's no, great. It knows. It's been fun. It's been, and Butch is one of my favorite comics ever. So mm-hmm. working with him is like really humbling and a blessing. And yeah. Uh, is this the first time you feature here it's my second second, second time. week here yeah i featured here in like i think march or april or may earlier this year i featured for landry here nice. um so i love this club and i love working at this club and these guys are great to me and um the one thing i can say about them as bookers is they don't try to box their comics in like they know what we're capable of and they put us with other comics that are capable of working with mm-hmm. us which is nice like they're not like hey don't talk about this hey don't talk about that they're like do whatever your thing is as long as the audience is having a good time i've never been told what not to say uh, uh, here me either ever me either ever or edwin's and you know me i'm i'm a dirty comic like yeah. i'm i'm de- i people classify me as dirty filthy yeah yeah, yeah. and here they've never said anything about no. it you know like mm-hmm. i i walked the owner's mom <laughs> i walked <laughs> the club owner's mom my oh, first yeah. night this week and yeah. i felt terrible but he thought it was hilarious <laughs> of course <laughs> because he's like he's like i warned her they were going to put her in the office during my set yeah. and bring her back out for butch and i was like oh. that's the first time somebody's had to be in quarantine for my company yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> out of all people it was joaquin's mom no it was Matt's mom. Oh, Matt's mom. <laughs> she, first comedy show she's ever come to at the club. He oh. told me 
I ruined her uncommon. Oh shit! Yeah. <laughs> so who knows if I'll ever work here again? But <laughs> <laughs> no, they, no, they don't. They care. love you. No, they they're awesome. They're so good to me. Yeah. <laughs> they're really great to us, and it's been a, like a really fun week. And the thing that frustrates me most about like, I'm like. It, fuck me you know i'm just a feature but this is butch fucking bradley you guys don't know what you're experiencing right yeah. now and you're acting like oh it's just uh yeah no big deal yeah no this is one of the best comics in the country and yeah. he's out here doing crowd work that yeah, I mean, yeah at this point you gotta do crowd work because it's like they're not paying attention to the no. jokes i almost went to it i almost started doing some crowd work at it I was like, ah, fuck these people. That's what I should have done instead of my sex toy jokes. My sex toy jokes only work in front of, like, an alt crowd. And I'm like, "Ah, I'll try it, see what they think. And Mm. they were not into it. Yeah. (laughs) Like at the dirty. At the dirty or Yeah, I can do it at the dirty. I can do it at, you know... But here, again, it was... It's not even that they didn't think we were funny. Because they were... They've been smiling the whole show. Yeah. I don't feel they hated me. No. I feel like I was liked. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, that's about it. It's like, it's like we're like the—they're all the cool kids, and we're like the nerdy kids that they tolerate. Like they're yeah. like, oh, that's fine. You yeah. can do your thing, but no, they're they're having a good time. I'm yeah. just bitter because I like big laughs. Oh, for sure. Yeah, for sure. I I got off stage, and I'm like, I I think I told you get them. <laughs> like, yeah, you know, and and it, you were up there, and yeah, it felt like you were pulling laughs out of their ass. Like, yeah. Like you know, I was improving shit. I yeah. was I was coming off the top of my head. I was trying to hit him with you know kid jokes, marriage uh-huh. jokes, relationship jokes, yeah. sex jokes. I'm like, what do you guys really want to hear about? Yeah. But the thing is, is they weren't really consistent. They just kind of. Yeah, that's true. They weren't consistent. Mm-hmm. They were inconsistent because they would laugh. They would laugh at some parts that aren't punchlines sometimes. Yeah. And then uh, there was this part where it was a punchline. And I, I, I was like, when, when, when a comedian, I don't know how it is for you, but when I do a punchline that I know always works, yeah. I feel like I got jabbed in the face, like, and yeah. I'm stunned. It kind of stunned me. Yeah, it, it, it throws you off your game for a second. But I think that comes, like, because I'm watching Butch, and, and I've watched him over the past three nights, and, I, and if anything comes out of this week, it's I've learned so much from watching him. It's kind of, when I watch him, it's he's not doing it for the crowd. He's doing it for himself. Mm-hmm. He's he's literally staying true to what he think is funny from, from point A to point B, which I think that if once we get into that vibe, we won't feel that anymore. Yeah. Because I watch him, and his punchlines don't hit, and he just goes to the next one which mm-hmm. is what I tried to do tonight I'm like I did tell the crowd I was going to kill myself but I'm being dramatic <laughs> <laughs> Matt came up to me he's like great set bro and I'm like oh he started laughing <laughs> <laughs> I know. I looked at, and then an audience member gets up. He sees me sitting in the back. Gets up out of the crowd. Comes back to me and shakes my hand and is like, "Man, you were so funny." I'm like, "Why didn't you fucking laugh?" Yeah, they did it right now. <laughs> yes, during the show. Yes. Wow. Yeah. Fuck. Weird ass crowds. Like they all failed as a crowd. But they said the six o'clock show was the same. So there's something going on tonight. Butch will get him though. You mean you can't? Oh yeah. You can't sit in front of Butch Bradley for more than fifteen minutes and not start right. rolling. Right. There's. Um, like it's the same thing like at Edwin's if we all bomb he always gets them no matter what that's why they're the headliner exactly and they've been through the shit we're going through yeah Jimmy been doing it around the same time you started in 2012 2011 2012 yeah yeah Yeah. so next January will be my five years yeah that's awesome I just turned five years in August and from the first year I saw you when I moved to Vegas Mm -hmm. I was like I, 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 I didn't know you had just started 
you're fucking killing it. No, you were you're winning all the, every week at, at Kevin Winnie's uh, yeah. uh, comedy competition. Yeah, I, I kind of gotten a reputation to be in a comedy competition slayer. Like there's like a running joke between my friends. <laughs> like when I show up to comedy competitions, they're like, oh, I can just phone it in. Jocelyn's yeah. gonna win. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> it's like uh, they had to ban you from it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, you can't win. Uh, I won ten times yeah. and I wasn't allowed to win anymore. <laughs> I don't know, man. Yeah. I just like to push myself. And contests are a good point for me to push myself. And that's cool. I I don't know if my work ethic comes from feeling like I have a lot more to prove, which mm. I do. I feel like I have a lot more to prove yeah. than, you know, the average male comic. Right. Especially in this scene, there's not a lot of female representation, and there hasn't yeah. been consistently for a long time. Yeah. So it was really important to me to be able to hang with the big boys. Yeah. I always tell people, uh, like, you know, when it comes out, who are the people you think are the funniest? And and comedy subjective. Yeah. Everybody's going to have their own favorites. Ice flavors, ice cream. Uh, There's flavors of ice cream because everybody likes something different. Exactly. And I always tell them it's you and Joe Calise. You guys are my favorites. Thanks, man. Yeah. Thanks. And you're my friend's favorite, Brian. He yeah, loves I you. I know. And he's so scared of me. And he's my, afraid of you. I know. And it doesn't help because you told me that. So now yeah. you've planted that seed <laughs> in my comedian head. So I think it's so funny to just be very aggressive and mean towards him every time I see him. <laughs> you know why he's afraid of you, though? Why? Uh, we're, we went to Kevin Fitzpatrick's uh, Halloween party yeah. about four years ago. Okay. Or, f- yeah, I think so. Four years ago. And we were playing beer pong. And it was you oh, and Tyler I Jolly. I remember. And I was talking so much shit. You were shit. talking so much shit. You were talking shit to me and Brian. And I was, everything he said, I was just zinging him. Oh, yeah. You were, like, <laughs> belittling him like a man. <laughs> Made him feel, you were like a fucking, uh, what do you call those people that beat men? Uh, in, Dominatrix. In, uh, Dominatrix. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what's funny? It's like every day, uh-huh. like in my everyday life, people will come up to me and ask me if I'm a dominatrix. Just there's something about my energy. <laughs> They're like, oh, she kicks people's ass. I can tell. Yeah. She ties them up, <laughs> kicks them in the nuts. I forgot about that. Oh, my yeah. God. Yeah, I talked a lot. But he's right still, now. he's like, oh, no, I love John. Like, you're his favorite, though. Oh, that's so nice. Yeah. It's so, I, I don't even know how to take those compliments anymore, man. Like, I, I figured at some point it would get easier to take these compliments, but it's mm-hmm. getting to the point where I just don't even, like, it's very nice to say, and I, I always like to go on record and let people know, like, when you give me a compliment, if I act weird, it's not because I don't yeah. believe the compliment, it's just because I don't know. Yeah. I don't know what to do with it. Yeah. It's, sometimes as comics, it's, it's weird for us, right? It's like ass backwards. We work our ass off to be good yeah. comics, and then somebody tells you you're a good comic, and you're like, no, ew, well. Or, yeah, or when somebody <laughs> tells me I, I had a great set, and I know I didn't. Yeah. And it's like, I fucking hate I, You know what? How do you feel about that? Like, when us comics, when, <laughs> when we're at a mic or a, a whatever, a bar, and then we go out to a great set, you know they're lying. Right? You, you know what? Sometimes I think they're lying. Sometimes I think they aren't. You know, because I think if, if it's a comic telling you that, nine times out of ten, I feel like they're just being kind. Uh, but if it's an audience member telling you that, audience members are the most honest people on the planet. They won't take time out of their day to tell you if they do, they loved you if they didn't. Yeah. I don't think, at least, I would never do that. Yeah. Like, why would I do that? I don't care about this strange person. Yeah. So. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I, I, but I'm the same as you. Like, I, how my set goes, how I feel about it, is all based off me. Like, mm-hmm. the crowd matters on some respects but honestly mm-hmm. I take all the responsibility on myself yeah. like if it's my job to get him if I wasn't good enough to get him then I just wasn't good enough to get right. him I, I mean and sometimes don't you do good like the crowd they were you were killing it but sometimes even then you don't feel satisfied like no, no I bomb to myself 
Yeah, and it's... It, my performance was not what it should have been. I think know? so. And Gooch says sometimes something that resonated with me. Sometimes it feels like you, you're you so used to your old jokes working that your new jokes that are in your set, those uh, are the ones that you really measure your set off of. Yeah. Like, if you kill with all your old jokes, but your new jokes bomb, like, mm-hmm. you don't feel as satisfied. No. But if your new jokes hit just as hard, then you're oh, like... Oh, yeah, it's like when, when a new joke works, it's like, it feels so good. Dude. Dude, I mean, I've had a couple new ones that I've written in the past two months that just banged out the gate, and I was really stoked on it. Like, it's been, I haven't been writing as much as I should because mm-hmm. I've been so busy. I've just been booked. Like, there was a point where I was booked for 65 days in a row, and I had to take oh, a week shit. off because yeah. I was like, uh, I, I, not that I don't love doing comedy and I want to do it every night for the rest of my life, uh-huh. but everybody needs a day off. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> do. And it's just, it's, you know, it just got to a point where I needed to take a day off, so I wrote during those seven days, and... I got some good jokes out of it, which I'm really excited about. Oh, that's cool. That's really cool. And let me ask you this. So this is my short version of the podcast. Um, uh, was fuck? What was I going to ask you? Did you have a? Have you recorded a CD yet or anything? Yeah, I have an old album. It's it's two and a half years old now. It's from when I first started. I only recorded an album because the venue offered to pay for it. Mm. They were like, "Hey, we're going to pay." They paid me. Nacho Daddy's. Yeah, Nacho Daddy paid me, uh-huh. and they paid for everything. So Beautiful. they were like, "We'll pay for you to record an album. We'll pay for all the costs. We mm-hmm. just want you to be there." And I was like, "Now, is there a way for people to get it?" Not anymore. No, Not anymore. I don't. I don't have any distribution because I, I've been in talks with my my road manager and my videographer and photographer about doing another album next year. Yeah. Just because I'm going to go on the road a lot more next year, so I want to be able to give something I, to people. I just recorded a uh, Ryan Cole, so hit me. I got the equipment. So. Oh, awesome! For sure. Yeah, and I gave him a a pretty good deal. So yeah, let me, if you need someone, for sure. Uh, this is a great place to do it too, and I told Matt, and he's cool with that. So. Cool. We could talk it out. Yeah, I'll hit him up and let him know if he's willing to do a one night only for me because I could pack the place. Yeah, so that'd be, that'd be cool. And you're from the same neck of the woods I am, yeah. up north, yeah. ne- northern Nevada. Nevada. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, you're from uh, what? Fallon. Fallon. Mm-hmm, Fallon. Yeah, with the Navy. Is it the Navy? Yeah, the, the Navy, Navy base is out yeah. there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and so you go up there and do shows quite a bit with the. Yeah, crew. I only got to do two this year, just with. Um, financially that show doesn't pay very well so uh-huh. i have to come out of pocket on a lot of stuff and uh when i when i still had a day job that's fine but now that i'm a full-time comedian i don't have a day job like i kind of have to make sure that i'm making money fuck you're full-time now yeah oh. full-time comedy yeah Shat. yeah so it's real serious nice yeah. that's cool if if you do a show out there again i know you always take comics like tyler and kevin uh you know uh i want to throw my name out there and For then sure, we could do a run to reno I would love to do that. Mm-hmm. No, and honestly, the only reason it's just whoever hits me up. Like yeah. I'm, I'm one of those people oh, that book okay. shows that like I have my old reliables that'll yeah. get requested by by Fallon people. But other yeah. than that, it's like I really, I only book off of people who tell me if they're interested in doing it. I would love to do it. It pays shit. Yeah. So yeah, no, I'm super down. Shit, I, I remember. Yeah, I remember when I first moved out here. And you guys were doing some show. I think I, I even made a flyer for you guys. Yeah. And uh, I'm like, fuck, I, I want to go out there and shit. Dude, okay, so when I met you, I didn't know how long you have been doing it until a couple years ago. Yeah. I thought you were doing it for so much longer because, like I said, you were fucking killing it and winning all these competitions and shit. But um, I think it's the – I was talking to my, my, my very good friend, Amy Blackwell. She's one of my mm-hmm. comedy mentors. She's out of Phoenix. Mm-hmm. We were talking a little bit about, like, the phenomenon of women in comedy. Like, there's two types of women in comedy. There's women, there's female comics who just want to be comics. And there's Mm -hmm. female comics who are like, I am woman, hear me roar. Mm -hmm. And they're like, fight the patriarchy. But uh, Kurt Metzger even said on a podcast recently that women who join up in those women comedy groups are the women who aren't funny. I tried to join, they didn't let me. (laughs) (laughs) 
I know I heard that podcast. Well, just think about like like joy. Like, why would you need that? Like, we're all in the same fight together. Like, I want to be able to bang with the big boys. I don't want to say I'm the best female comic. I want to be considered one of the best comics. Like, I don't have there's no there's no gender rules for me. Like, there's just as many unfunny dudes. It's just in all of numbers. There's thousands of male comedians, and 25% of them are funny. There's Mm -hmm. hundreds of female comics, and 25% of them are funny. Mm -hmm. The ratio is the same. It's just a lot less numbers. So I think it's it's easier for me because I worked really hard very Mm -hmm. early on, and I wrote all the time and almost every week when you saw me I was doing a new five or a new ten I was getting booked all the time and to be a female and to be getting good crowd responses and to be getting good feedback from the audience you get booked so fast like Mm -hmm. like I think I honestly feel like my career kind of snowballed I mean Mm -hmm. at this point I'm four years in and I'm quitting my job to do comedy full-time and I can afford to do that because I'm Mm -hmm. getting booked enough that's amazing you know that's cool that's so cool and now you're working with Sam Tripoli yeah at the naughty show Sam Tripoli and I um Sam made me his right hand lady on the naughty show here in Vegas you know it's based out of LA but he wants to do one in here in Vegas regularly Mm -hmm. so we've been trying to bring that over here and we have a lot of fun with that show that show we call it punk rock comedy because Mm -hmm. it's just like everything on the edge of comedy in one show like we had the balloon master on there we have dancers sometimes we have that scares me the balloon guy oh my god bob cole yeah i'm afraid of balloons are you yeah oh my god i have global phobia you would have hated it yeah does he pop them (laughs) no oh okay no he makes like i'm not just thinking about it (laughs) no because he makes like he makes like balloon statues that take him days to make so popping them is not an option okay okay Cool. He oh. t- he makes like intricate shit. Yeah. Like, is he there now every week or? Just no, just... he was just there for November. Oh, okay. Then we have a December show, the ninth and the tenth. We're doing the naughty show again. Um, Let's plug that. So that's every f- uh, Friday and Saturday. It's the first Friday and Saturday of every month. Right now, we're thinking. Yeah, he's almost. We'll wrap up soon. Yeah. It, we're thinking about taking it weekly though after the new year we just, we're, we're still discussing it and that's also at Planet Hollywood uh, inside Sin City it's inside the Sin City Theater yeah nice yeah. that's cool that's so cool you're working with Sam man um, I love Sam Triplees I listen to all the all his podcasts he's on. Yeah, he's and, a bomb, um, dude. He's so funny. Yeah, yeah. He takes really good care of me, too. He's he's really taken me under his wing and, like, really helped me understand his side of the business, which has been helpful. He's one of the godfathers out here. It was... It was um, of comedy out here. Uh, yeah. It was for, who was the other guy? The I, I cannot. Doug Stanhope is the Godfather. Yep. He started the Vegas scene, the comedy scene in the nineties, and then Sam pretty much took over. And then it was after that it was like uh, uh, Gooch and Markman, Mark Grant Tobler, mm-hmm. Booyah. Yep. All those guys. Booyah was a huge influence on me. Booyah. Me too. Gooch I is love Booyah. Gooch is like my big brother. He yeah. is, he is by far my number one mentor. But mm-hmm. Booyah was Booyah was the person who actually. I, I don't know if you'd believe this, but I, I never did crowd work before. I hated doing crowd work. Yeah. I was terrified oh, wow. of it. He forced me to do it one night. He paid mm-hmm. me $50 at an open mic and really? told me he was going to give me 50 bucks if, if at the end of my set I didn't do one stitch of material. Wow. So I had to do crowd work for my whole set. Yeah. And I got one laugh, but that one laugh got me addicted. Yeah. That is so cool. I love Booyah. Him, him, him and Gabe were on my first po- per- first and second podcast. They were the... And they, they took me under their wing mm-hmm. when I came to Vegas. So they're the ones that introduced me to Matt. People, I mean, know. people want to talk shit about our scene, but it's the people on the edge, man. If you're in the scene and you're really working Fuck it, those people. We're so supportive of each other. We take yeah. really good care of each other. We recommend each other for shows. Like, yeah. we're open with each other. We're not like, yeah. I'm not going to tell you what I got paid. I told Sam, I don't, and I'm not saying you I'm the only. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's you. Last you're year. the reason. <laughs> yeah, last yeah. year, uh, I, I was going to do a show with him out here at the at Billiards. Bees, yeah. Yeah. And I couldn't do it. So I'm like, he's like, do you know any funny comments? I'm like, boom, Jocelyn. Yeah. 
And then Thanks, I, I was so happy when I saw the flyer. Yeah, you got me in on it, yeah. man. And now Sam and I are like this, that man. That is so cool. And it's it's really cool. Like, yeah. he's he's a really genuinely good dude. Yeah, he is a good dude. And he's super yeah. he's super willing to help new comics. Yeah. Which is nice. Yeah. I love Sam. He's a really good dude. Um, cool, man. With Jocelyn, we're going to wrap up. But uh, where can uh, people find you if they want to follow you on social media? Um, at, on Twitter, it's at the Jaws of Life, the J-O-Z of Life. And on Instagram, it's at Jocelyn Sharp, J-O-Z-A-L-Y-N, Sharp, like a sharp knife. Cool. And I'm Jocelyn Sharp on Facebook. On Facebook, cool. And uh, Jocelyn, uh, you already spelled it out, right? Yeah, J-O-Z, J-O-Z-A-L-Y-N. Yeah, because it's, it's, it's different from every other Jocelyn <laughs> I've ever seen. Yeah. Almost every Jocelyn spells their Jocelyn different. Yeah, yeah it's like C-E-C-A, like they're all different. Yeah, well, that's awesome. Thank you guys for listening uh, to this uh, quick behind the scenes in the green room of LA Comedy Club. This is Freddie Korea. Go to freddiecorea.com. And, uh, oh, by the way, do you have a podcast? Do, have you guys released it? No, we don't have a podcast. We do, like, uh, podcast-type recordings, so they're just, like, audible listeners because um, they're not coming out regularly, so we don't really call it a podcast yet. We haven't decided if we're going to do it regularly or not. Because I remember I did yours in Ari's. Yep, yep. We're still waiting on the audio to come back from that because a couple of the audios were fried on a couple mm. of them, so I'm trying to figure out if we can salvage them. Beautiful. Okay, cool. But once well, they are, we'll you'll find them on my YouTube page, which is Jocelyn Sharp. Sweet. All right, Jocelyn, thank you so much. Thanks, Freddie. We're out.